Hello, I'm Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva Podcast, a show where I take a closer look at nutrition trends and headlines, explain what the latest research means for you, and answer your nutrition questions. Welcome. Nutrition Diva listener Sandy writes, I'm reading Dan Butner's Blue Zones Kitchen, and I ran across a couple of dietary recommendations that contradict conventional medical or nutritional wisdom. I really try to avoid crank theories and junk science where nutrition is concerned, but Dan Butner, along with the scientists and medical professionals that he developed these recommendations with, don't seem to fall into that camp. So I'd be very interested to hear your thoughts. For those who aren't familiar, the Blue Zones Project was an attempt to codify the dietary and lifestyle habits of the planet's longest living populations, with the hopes that we might learn how to live longer ourselves. And they focused on five communities, each of which was relatively isolated or insulated, either by geography or culture, so that both the genetics and the cultural practices were somewhat homogeneous. And they were the Japanese island of Okinawa, the Greek island of Ikaria, the Sardinian region of Italy, the Nicoyan peninsula of Costa Rica, and the Seventh-day Adventist community of Loma Linda, California. And as Sandy suggests, this was a very serious and scientifically rigorous exploration. But Butner and the Blue Zones collaborators were not the first to tackle this question. Other researchers have analyzed the traditional diets and lifestyles of Cretans, Icelanders, Cameroons, and Pima Indians in an attempt to pinpoint the secret to a long and healthy life. At a glance, it might seem like health and longevity are about the only things that these cultures actually have in common. The robust Tarahumara Indians, for example, eat a diet that's 80% carbohydrates, mostly in the form of starchy vegetables like corn and potatoes. Meanwhile, the indestructible Cretans get almost 50% of their calories from fat. Some long-lived cultures eat almost no meat, while the hale and hearty Icelanders eschew vegetables as animal feed and eat large quantities of lamb and fish. But one thing that all of these indigenous diets do have in common is that they're all composed of a relatively small list of foods. In most cases, only about two dozen foods provide 95% of the calories. And in some cases, it's fewer than a dozen. Now, compare this with the tens of thousands of food products that we're confronted with at the grocery store. Hundreds of kinds of produce from every climate in the world, dozens of kinds of grains, scores of protein sources. We think nothing of eating Indian food on Monday, Chinese food on Tuesday, sushi on Wednesday, Latin American on Thursday, and Greek on Friday. And I have also talked in the past about the benefits of eating a varied diet. Eating a variety of different fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and protein sources helps to ensure that you're covering your bases nutritionally. Green peppers, for example, are a terrific source of vitamin C, but don't offer that much in the way of vitamin A. And carrots are the other way around. The different food groups tend to feature different nutrient profiles as well. Fruits and vegetables contain lots of antioxidants. Nuts and seeds supply fat-soluble nutrients, grains and legumes supply minerals, and so on. So rather than trying to memorize which foods contain which nutrients, it's easier to just aim for a reasonable amount of variety. Secondly, variety is an easy way to avoid overexposure to a potential hazard. 
Some otherwise healthful foods contain compounds that may pose a concern if they are consumed in large quantities. Albacore tuna, for example, contains small amounts of mercury, and that's unlikely to be a problem if you're eating tuna once or twice a week, but if you're popping open a can of tuna every single day for lunch, that could be a problem. Raw spinach contains natural compounds called oxalates. Oxalates are not harmful or toxic, but they do have a bad habit of binding to calcium, making it more difficult for your body to absorb that important nutrient. Eating a spinach salad a couple of times a week isn't likely to pose a big problem, but eating spinach every single day for lunch could potentially start to impinge on your calcium status, especially if you're counting on the milk in your lunchtime latte as your primary source of calcium. I don't want to make too big a deal out of this. I have yet to see a case of spinach-induced calcium deficiency. But mixing it up a bit takes that concern completely off the table. If you enjoy sautéed spinach, try sautéed Swiss chard or beet greens once in a while. If you like spinach and salad or wraps, try substituting arugula or even fresh basil leaves every once in a while. And you know, there are even a few situations in which you can get too much of a good thing. Brazil nuts are uniquely high in the mineral selenium, for example. Eat a big handful of Brazil nuts every day and you could end up with a selenium overload. But eat a handful of mixed nuts every day and there's really no such risk. But one of the key dietary recommendations included in the Blue Zones kitchen is to use fewer ingredients. According to Gianni Pess, the Sardinian gerontologist whose research basically launched the Blue Zones project, dietary monotony may be an important component of longevity. And he goes on to explain it this way. When you eat too many types of food, you're asking your immune system to work harder and undertake stress. When our immune systems are confronted with foreign invaders, whether it's a bacteria virus, or new molecule, they turn on genes to mount a defense. And we only have so many genes to turn on before our immune systems begin to wear out. Eating the same food every day may preserve them. Now, I'm certainly not an immunologist or a geneticist, but this idea that diverse diets place stress on the immune system is new to me. I checked in with Tamara Freuman, whose name will be familiar to listeners. She's my go-to expert for all things digested-related, and she had this to say, the immune system can tolerate a variety of foods without being taxed. It doesn't have a finite capacity. More diverse diets, especially with respect to plant foods, are associated with more diversity in gut microbiomes, and this characteristic is associated with reduced inflammation, greater resilience or resistance to pathogens, and reduced frailty in old age. But even if you don't buy Pess's hypothesis about dietary variety stressing the immune system, and I'm not sure I do, there may be another reason that reduced variety leads to better outcomes. A 2018 study published in the American Heart Association Circulation found that greater dietary diversity is associated with higher intakes of processed foods, refined grains, and sugar-sweetened beverages. In other words, it's not the variety that's the problem, it's the type of foods that are contributing to that variety. 
There's also the fact that we do tend to eat more when confronted with a large variety of foods than we do when we eat just one or two things at a meal. And just think about your behavior at buffets or at Thanksgiving dinner. This is a phenomenon known as sensory-specific satiety, and I bet you've experienced this countless times. After eating a bowl of chili, we might feel no desire to continue eating until a piece of cheesecake appears, and suddenly we've got just a little bit more room in our stomachs. But I think there's a way we can use this effect to our advantage and bring these two seemingly conflicting pieces of advice into alignment, and that is to limit the variety of snacks and sweets that we keep around, but increase the variety of fresh vegetables, fruits, and other whole foods. Just for fun, why not take an inventory of what's in your house right now? How many different kinds of crackers, chips, or other snack foods do you have on hand? How many different kinds of cookies, cereal, muffins, granola bars, ice cream, chocolate, or other sweet treats? And how many types of breads, rolls, tortillas, and other starchy foods? Okay, now I want you to open up that crisper drawer. How many different kinds of vegetables and fruit are in there, ready to eat? And finally, consider how the variety or the lack thereof of these various categories of food correlates to your consumption patterns. If you want to cut down on snacking, try keeping fewer snack foods around. And if you want to eat more fruits and vegetables, surround yourself with more different kinds of produce. And if you'd like to add a little extra accountability around those habits, check out my free Nutrition GPA app. Now, elsewhere in the Blue Zones kitchen, Dr. Pess advances another novel theory that eating cruciferous vegetables enhances longevity by suppressing thyroid function. And that also got Sandy's attention. If low thyroid function enhances life expectancy, she wondered, Why is my doctor prescribing medications to boost my thyroid function? And that's another excellent question, Sandy, and one that we're going to tackle in next week's episode. This is Monica Reinagle, the Nutrition Diva. Thank you for listening today. And if you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com, or you can leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. And I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast. It's called The Change Academy, where we explore the art and science of creating positive behavior change, both in our own lives, as well as in our workplaces and communities. You can find it wherever you listen. Just search for Change Academy. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast, and our team includes our director of podcasts, Adam Cecil, my audio engineer, Nathan Sems, Davina Tomlin, who runs our marketing and publicity, Holly Hutchings, who is our digital operations specialist, Morgan Christensen, our podcast operations and advertising specialist, and Cameron Lacey, our intern. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.